and the last known footage of her shows her walking toward a double, like, double freezer area. Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. We're live. Okay, we're live, everybody. <laughs> live from Michigan. <laughs> and, well, from all over. Hey, guys. Welcome again to this week's version of the Family School of Thought. Hope everybody's having a good week. Please remember to like us, uh, to push that uh, like button and share um, with everybody and, um, you know, tell everybody where you heard us from. Okay. Cassie, where else can they find us? YouTube, Spotify, um, anywhere you find podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can ask Alexa um, just about everywhere. Just get on that dot-com machine, that handheld one, <laughs> where you get on your phone, type in the Family School of Thought, and we will be there. All right. All right. Let's get going. Jess, I know you got a fact for us. Yes. From a His history fact. History Unexplained Mysteries. So this one is the devil's backbone. Have you guys ever heard of that before? No. no, I'd never heard about it either. So the Devil's Backbone is a stretch of roadway in the Texas Hill Country that includes several different farm roads that run parallel to the U.S. Highway 281. The route provides travelers with scenic views, but centuries ago, Native Americans and settlers clashed violently in that area. I don't know if you're supposed to call them Native Americans anymore, indigenous people. So history, get on that one. Um, modern visitors have reported strange occurrences such as questionable, questionable vehicles, accidents, apparitions, and even disappearances along the stretch. Some locals claim that the roadway's dark... Sorry, I moved my paper. Dark and bloody history are to blame for the mystery, the mysterious circumstances. One of the most reported occurrences involves seeing an apparition of a person riding on a horseback through the area. There have also been alleged sightings of an indigenous spirit, specifically the ghost of a man named Drago, Drago by cattle ranchers. Some paranormal experts have even recorded electronic voice phenomenon in the, the while researching the area. There you go. Hey, let's That's take that route. I know. Sounds interesting. Let's go visit a Jordan. What? Do you know it's a stretch of where it just yeah. says the um the Texas Hill Country? So because I because I've know. heard I've heard that term used from Dal people from Dallas and from mm -hmm. Austin have used that term of hill country, you know, in the hill, yeah. like neighboring hill country. Yeah. I don't know. It just says that it's the um, several different farm roads and they run parallel to highway 281. Okay. So cool. 281. We're going to have to look up 281. Yep. We are definitely going to have to take that trip. Yes. Yep. So there you go. There's history, unexplained mysteries. Awesome. 
Awesome. awesome. Okay, Cass, I, you got a song for us this week? I do. Uh, and again, it's another one of your favorites, Dad. Um, and I, well, it's not so much of a surprise, um, but this week's is going to be Rehab by Amy Winehouse. Ah. I well, mean, I this is kind of what the song is about. <laughs> right. This one is quite obvious. There's no like, oh, hidden meetings of anything like that. Um, it's a very clear cut story, um, but it is about singer Amy Winehouse talking about how she doesn't want to go to rehab. Everyone around her is telling her she's got, you know, alcohol problems, drug problems, um, but she doesn't want to go. She doesn't have the time, you know, she doesn't want to take that, you know, 90 days. Um, and unfortunately, the like, I feel like the celebration of this story or the song and then, you know, Amy Winehouse's kind of very erratic behavior as an artist um, led to her death, I think. I, I think a lot of people basically praised her for this song. And then, of course, you know, she ended up dying just a few years later of alcohol poisoning. Um, and I think if we really had to, you know, I, I think back in these, like the early 2000s when this came out, 2006, I think we as a society were very obsessed with the like, misdeeds of Hollywood and you know kind of that drama of oh what are they going to do next what are we going to catch them doing next um and so it really I think it harmed a lot of Hollywood celebrities and singers and everyone that was in this business um and we didn't really take care of the artists as we should have we let them sing songs about how they don't have time to go to rehab um and when they should have I think if Amy could come back today, she would have taken those 90 days, I think. Well, she did go to rehab. I mean, she really well, did go to rehab several times. Um, I, if, but it never, it never stuck because right. they wanted oh, yeah, her to be that way. They, they, they fed into that behavior, you know. Well, they feed into all of them, the drug addicts. Right. right. Uh, every movie star, everybody that lives in Hollywood, everybody that lives in California, New York, they all do drugs. Well, well it, it's more like, about the fact that they really need blame. them to be that way. I mean, she was obviously a very insecure person. So when she cleaned herself up, she realized, you know, that. So right. it kind of But I also think I also think it is the like Hollywood producers and you know celebrities basically feeding into that. Like yeah. you you couldn't sell Amy Winehouse's records if she's not clean, you know? The whole point is that she's this wild, erratic singer, and if right. she got clean and stopped singing about it, you know, would she sell? So it's, well, of you course know. She sold. I think, honestly, I think if she would have got herself cleaned up, she would have sold, because, you know, we've I think about so this too, but it's that fear. It's the fear people... from producers that they're not going to be able to sell her as yeah. this certain thing yeah. anymore. I mean, I think, um, well, you know, I love Amy Winehouse. I mean, she was just. I know, I know. And she was amazingly um, talented. I'm not, I'm not questioning that. A few years there, every time we talk about it, we like, Amy, you got to make it to your 27. You have to make it to the 27. And, and, um, and when she died at 27, Cass, I'm pretty sure I called you and said, did we do that? <laughs> she, I feel she definitely like we did. was unbelievably <laughs> talented. And if she would have cleaned herself up, 
um, she would have been, you know, like, you know, Lady Gaga does a lot of different genders and stuff. I think Amy probably would have done a lot more classic music style and really became a, you know, <laughs> she was there for good. She wasn't just there for, as a pop you know, get her moment. Right, I agree. And that, and she was. She was really going into that. She was doing a lot of stuff with Frank Sinatra, which it w- is what kind of Lady Gaga went not towards. Frank Sinatra, not Frank Sinatra. Um, uh, what's his name? his name? Now. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Sorry. Sorry. Tony and Bennett. Tony, I remember Tony Bennett when he, right after she died, they interviewed him and she said, he's like, she was the real deal. I mean, she really right. had it. And he right. goes, but he knew when they were doing that, she was not going to make it because she knew she she knew herself wasn't going to pull herself out of this. Right, right. But yeah, so, I, I need to all her life history. I mean, she was at that point where no, she didn't want to get rehab because of the fact that something in her history possessed her to do that. I mean. Yeah. She didn't That's want that. She didn't want right. she didn't want to straighten out. So I mean I there's... think I think and I think I heard her mother in an interview one time say she really had it in her mind. She probably knew she was gonna die young. She knew she wanted to make that iconic image of herself. Because like Marilyn Monroe or James Dean, she had that in her, like she knew, you know, the hair and the style and all of her stuff. Like, you know, like she knew deep down, I'm not going to live long. I want to make myself an iconic character in time. And she did. Well, it's it's that, you know, old saying of the brightest stars burn the fastest, you know, you, when you have that huge influence, when you have that huge appeal, you know, you have to keep it and it's hard yeah. to keep. Well, she was the real deal. I mean, she really was. She wasn't just a pop star and she had her own kind of sound. She didn't sound like nobody else. She was, I loved her. I love her. Yeah. You know, I loved all of her music and it's a yeah. shame. It's a shame that we lost it's, her. And that's, what, and that's that's basically why I picked this song is I actually, it like it came on the radio or something or I listened to it. And it, it's one of those things where it's like, I remember when this song came out and it was big and it was crazy and everybody was talking about it. But now like looking back on it, it's just kind of so sad to think about like that. Sh- this was literally almost a cry for help. To be okay, honest, I was just like, like, back to black you. album. Yeah, the whole back to black album. And you know, you knew what the outcome was going to be. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. We knew what was going to happen. I like you know, said, I'll, like that, like us saying, you know, she's just got to make it to 27. Like it, we knew it wasn't going to be a forever thing. Right, 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 right. Um, also, I remember too that when she first came out, there was a lot of comedians imitating her and making fun of right, her. You know, right, right. But all of a sudden, that didn't last long because all of a sudden everybody knew this isn't a game. This is serious. Right. Something this is, happen. and she was just always so skinny and it just, she always looked so unhealthy and like just on the verge of death i I loved the beehive i loved it you know yeah yeah she had her own luck but um you know i think but i think the people knew that i think like i think that's where britney spear is at right now i think people look at her and go you can see what's going to happen you know it's like wow i think her career is way over i mean 
it is over. I mean, she'll never be what she was, but I don't think she wants that neither. But no, um, but no, I agree with your dad that she's like at a point where she's. I feel like with her conservatorship ending, I feel like a lot of people are happy, but we're also seeing that like she's still not mentally well. You know, like the the posts, the posts that she's doing now, like are still concerning, and it's still like. Yeah, well, like there's, there's still theories out that she's still being controlled or that she's still there's under- theories that, right. Yeah, the theories are that the person who's posting, like it's not it's really Brittany. Husband. Yeah, it's not really Brittany. But like she like went from or something. Yeah, they, well, they, they think it's like a doppelganger. Got, right. It, there's a doppelganger. Well, you know, they are saying that that wedding is wasn't even real. Right. Yeah. Right. That's right. That wasn't there's, even her. And all the people that were supposedly at the wedding, you know, like um, mm-hmm. stars, I can't remember who, nobody will comment if they were there or not. So that wedding probably was not even real. Well, we wish I would like, you know, the, again, this is a thing where we kind of are in this like drama loop of like, oh, we want to know what happens next. But I mean, this is a real person's life I at know, stake. I think you know, are really concerned about her. I don't think anybody's waiting, you know, watching and making fun of her. It's scary to watch her. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's scary to watch. But I, I mean, she was another one back in the early 2000s where it wasn't us concerned about her. It was us making jokes about her. It was yeah, us, you know, at, um, laughing Love, at her. Courtney Love and her, you know, it was, I don't want to say it was funny to watch her, but all the comedians were imitating, you know, making fun of her and everything. Well, this is a totally different thing. They can see she's definitely something's going to happen, you know. Right. And all the people who thought she didn't need conservatorship are, you know, going to say, "Oh, maybe." She I don't did. think she. I think the conservatorship she was under was the problem. But I'm I not saying that that's not that her I mental health is. She doesn't still need it. Well, I don't think it was right. the problem. Maybe he wasn't handling it correctly. But well, he she wasn't. Had the problem. He was that's abusing. Why he was I know, but he was abusing her, like her, you know, he was taking advantage of the fact that she was, right, that she was mentally unstable. The whole family was. I don't know. Any of us know the real story because I can see as a father and I've got this daughter that's having this thing and I'm like, okay, she's good at performing. Let's keep her busy doing that because all these other things are going to happen, you know. What's that? They right, when she's sick or when you're making the money off of her oh, doing yeah, it. That, yeah, that part's not right. That's but. the problem I think a lot of people see is that yeah. whether it was good intentions or not, he took the money from that and, and spent, she, like and used it himself. Don't you remember she was supposed to do a second residency in Vegas and she just walked <laughs> off the stage? Don't you remember that? Because she didn't want to do it. Because she didn't want, right. She never wanted to do it. So you're you're saying that you could see it because, oh, this is what she's good at. This is what she likes to do. She didn't want to do it anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. She did not want to do it. Yes, you're right about that. I'm just saying as not just her father, but somebody who's in charge of her life. It's like, well, we can't just let her flounder out there. We got to keep her focused on something. She's, but that, you, know, you should have then does. gotten her the help she help needed. She needs, right. right. You can't just use her as a prop and say, oh, well, I'm doing it because this is what she loves. No, if I you're really know. concerned about her health, you need to go get her into a rehab, get her into I a mental facility where she is spend, taking care of. Get and her don't proper spend health. And don't spend all the money. Don't set up all these concerts so that you can collect the money for them because you don't want to work. Like get her into the therapy that she needs and things right. that are going to help her. Right. 
I mean, I'd switch. At least all there's the a lot from the trying to free oh, Brittany. We're trying to get her help elsewhere, not just yes, I agree. Your or do your thing. Yeah. You know, I agree. I think she needs actual help. I need she needs therapy. She needs you know medication. There's nothing wrong with being you know put well, on medication for mental also, health. Also, part of it is the medication that she was put on lithium with her family. right. What the right Which, medication? You know, I like should that say the right. right. But that's like the effects of the medication. The wrong medications obviously have some mental side effects to it too. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, but, I'm sure Amy Winehouse mm-hmm. had some mental issues too. Yes. And, I agree. Um, that's what drove her to drink, and um, and she was doing not just drinking, but doing bad yeah. drugs. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so that's the song for the week. It's the song for week, and it's a sad one. <laughs> and I love it. I love Amy Winehouse song. I love all of her music. Okay, let's get on with this. <laughs> Just no, D, you're up this week. Yeah. Welcome to my world. Oh, the mysterious world of Nice. Yeah. So what's your topic? What's your topic, Jess? What's your topic, Mom? Um, I told you you last night. (laughs) We are are rocking tonight. Jess, I think you're going to have to step in for her. Yes. So today I'm going to talk about the mysterious death of um, Kenika Jenkins. I think that's how you say her first name. Kenika, maybe? Kenika? Oh, I think I know it. This is, um, this is from 2017, so it's very current, or somewhat current, I guess. But... Um, I've been saying Kanika in my head when I read it. So I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I'm going to go with. So Kanika Jenkins was born in Chicago, May 27th, 1998. In 2017, at the age of 19, she became her mom's caregiver and was helping her mom um, as her mom went underwent, underwent surgery for her breast cancer. And she had just been like offered a new position as a caregiver in like a old folks home, you know, one of those uh, nursing home type things. Um, So she was kind of 19, just starting her life a little bit. But in that same year, in September of 2017, her death became a mystery and it was national news. So I don't know if you guys remember her name, but it was big national news. Um, On September 8th, 2017, uh, Kanika told her mom that she was going out with some friends. They were going to go bowling, go to a movie, and she borrowed her mom's car and left the house about 11 o'clock at night, which seems late, but 19-year-old, that's when the night starts, I would say. I had some (laughs) nights that started at 11 o'clock, too. So, um, But instead of having the innocent bowling movie night that they that she told her mom she was going to have her and her friends they went to a party on the ninth floor of the crown plaza uh chicago o'hare hotel in rosemont illinois which i mean it's like outskirts of uh chicago at 
it's O'Hare. So I'm assuming it's attached to the O'Hare airport, but I don't know that hundred percent for sure. So, um, but they went to this party. There's security footage that shows the group of girls. There's four of them, Kanika and her three friends. They entered the hotel, um, around one o'clock. Um, so there was two hours from when she left her house to when they, um, arrived at the hotel using a side entrance. So they didn't use the main entrance. They came in through the side. Um, and the, the throughout the night or the morning, rather, the girls all posted to social media, get, doing live Facebook videos, doing um, Snapchat videos and uh, posts on both social media platforms, um, showing pictures of them dancing and partying together, along with like videos of dancing with males, there are some videos that kind of show that men were or boys were like aggressively flirting with them, but they all kind of like pushed them off and, you know, um, told them to like back off kind of thing. They were just doing it. They were having a good time. They wanted to be with the girls. Um, and Kanika, like at some point texted her sister around like one thirty in the morning, um, talking about how like she's having a good time at a party Around three o'clock, those four girls decided that they were ready to leave. Um, but when they got to the elevators on the ninth floor, Kanika realized that she left her all of her stuff in the room. Um, I've heard a different kind of story that you know, like it was her stuff, but I don't know if she realized it or if her friends realized that she didn't have her car keys or her cell phone or any of her personal belongings. So at that time, um, at that point, the three girls that she went with left her alone. Um, it's not really known exactly what happened, but they left her. Um, there's some that say that the girls all took the elevator down. They realized in the lobby that they she didn't have her stuff, so the girls went back up to the ninth floor. Some say that they left her in the hallway by the elevator, uh, but at some point the other three girls left Kanika by herself um, and they all three went back to the room to get her belongings. Um, and they, then when they came back like 10 to 20 minutes later, a short period, she was gone. Um, they, she was no longer where they left her. And so they just, they started searching in the hotel, going up and down the hallways, you know, yelling for her. Um, but the party that was going on was loud. There had already been complaints filed with the police from the, like a noise complaint from these parties. Um, so they couldn't find her, uh, around like four, four 30 in the morning, they decided to call Kanika's mom, Teresa Martin, um, and let her, her know like, Hey, this is a situation. Now we can't find her. Um, we don't know what to do. So she, Tanika's mom told the girls, come and pick me up. So they went and, cause they had her car. Um, so they went to her house, picked her up, went back to the hotel and began searching for Kanika um, with their, with her mom. Um, the mom later says like in interviews later on says that she never really believed the friends' story. It just didn't add up. Stuff didn't sound, sound right. And she could tell that all all three of the girls had been drinking or under the influence of something of some sort. Um, so she kind of figured they didn't really know what happened, but they were trying to kind of not be in as much trouble as they were thinking that they would be. Um, 
And they, when she asked their friends how much Kanika had been drinking, they all said that she had only had one drink. And the mom basically responded that Kanika didn't handle her alcohol well and that she one drink would be too much for her. Um, but there's also stories that went around that she was seen drinking um, multiple cognac drinks and um, kind of drinking heavily. Um, but after a while, the mom went to the front desk or, you know, to this hotel security and said, my daughter's missing. Let's can I view video to see what happened after she left this room, like where she went. Like we know where she was at, you know, like around three, three thirty in the morning. We know where she was. We need to like, and they refused to show her the the video footage. Um, they said that it, you know, it's not right for them to show. It's a safety issue. Again, she's nineteen. Kanika's nineteen years old, so she's legally an adult. There's no reason to suspect anything, you know, when a mom comes in and wanting to know where her daughter is, I can get where hotel staff would say, no, we're not going to show you this so that your daughter, you know, because you're looking for your drunk daughter, basically, um, kind of thing. So they kind of just blew her off, though. Um, and then mom called 911 um, around like 715 in the morning because they still hadn't found her. And um, she wanted to file a missing persons complaint. And um, she told the um, she was told by the dispatch person that the friends were probably lying. They were all drinking. They were at this party that her daughter is probably just passed out somewhere in some random room and she's drunk and passed out and wait a few hours to see if she contacts. Most likely she'll show up, you know, later in the day because she wakes up and, and, you know, wonders where she's at and then she goes home kind of thing. So they continue the, the three friends and mom continue to search the hotel. They continue to try to get hotel staff and police involved um, but it wasn't until um, later in the day, uh, this was September 9th, um, later in the day that the police began to investigate. They decided, yep, we should investigate this. And around 1.15 in the afternoon, they took the missing person um, case seriously and they went to the hotel, began searching, and the hotel allowed the police to view the camera footage. Um it's reported that the police really, they didn't find anything in that original viewing, but it, they were more focused on the entrance and exits of the hotel. And so they never found anything. Um, they couldn't find anything with Kanika in it. Um, they searched the hotel and the surrounding area of the hotel and they stood, they couldn't find her, couldn't find any evidence of her. Um, and it wasn't until around like 10 PM when they still had nothing to go off of that the police decided to, Hey, like, let's review the, the video footage again. Let's look deeper and like really see if we can find something. So Kanika was discovered. Um, the police were able to find her. They were just, they, she was discovered like stumbling around the halls near the elevator where she was left at like three 20 in the morning. And um, she appeared in the video extremely intoxicated and confused and continued to like fall over into the walls. The one thing that I saw that was reported in some places and not in others was that this was near at like around 320. She was near the front desk of the hotel. So 
that was, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, or like where her, she was really located compared to the front desk of the hotel. But you would think that a hotel at three o'clock in the morning, I mean, I've been to Chicago hotels at three o'clock in the morning. The lobby's pretty dead. Right, you know, right. So like you would think that if you see somebody coming through, like stumbling through and I have a video, I may be able to share it later, but the way she was walking, you, you would notice as a, you know, an employee, you would think that you would notice her walking that, like that. And um, when people started questioning where she was, be like, oh yeah, I saw her, that she went this way, right, you know, right. I get not stopping her, but you know, like at least to like point them in the next direction. But um, the video then they were able to like track where she went following the, you know, video footages and um Kanika got onto an elevator and took it to the lower level where she got out and then she walked around some more, walked up some stairs, then walked into another hallway. Um, and she even walked into like a men's bathroom and then walked back out. Eventually she ended up walking into a kitchen area that was under renovation and it wasn't in use at the time. And the last known footage of her shows her walking toward a double like double freezer area it's like a cooler in the like two it had two doors it's like a cooler in the front and then a door that leads to a freezer in the, the back portion of it um the videos don't show her walking into that cooler freezer area it just wa- showed her walking into or towards that direction but there's no videos that show that actual freezer area um but the freezer was on and working and um, in cold, you know. So um, after that, there was nothing. They couldn't find her. She never reappeared. The um, video footage from that kitchen area, um, the videos click on with motion. So it was a motion, motion sensor camera. So when she walked into that area, the camera started recording her, but then it never recorded anything else until later on. Um, and she wasn't discovered, um, or she was, she wasn't discovered until September 10th, um, early in the morning, but she was discovered inside the freezer of that, the double, like, so she went through the cooler into the freezer area. Um, and she was discovered at 1248 AM on September 10th. So basically 24 hours after she was reported missing from her mom the first time, you know, so like it was less than 24 hours since they really left the party, but like really, you know, like about 1 a.m., you know, like they left the party at 3 a.m. She went missing really about like 3.20, 1 a.m. the next morning she was found um, on the floor um, in, in her clothes in the, in the freezer. And she was obviously frozen to death. Um, She was wearing some like ripped up, you know, distressed jeans and then a crop top jean jacket. And then um, they said that she was wearing like a white bra kind of thing. Um, and she only had one shoe on. So it never really mentioned if the shoe, the other shoe was missing or if they was in the freezer. So I'm, I'm, they just said that she only had one shoe on. I'm assuming that at some point her shoe fell off and she was just too intoxicated to know it. Right. Um, going on. But apparently the only, there was some information like the freezer was at 34 degrees Fahrenheit, 
but that was after the doors had been left open for like two hours. So I don't, I think they, I don't think they tested it when they found her. I think it was like two hours later, like, oh, how cold is this freezer? And yeah, that's um, kind of warm for a freezer. Mm-hmm. Like that's cold, but it's warm for like, if you are using it as an industrial freezer. Right. That's really and then, so because the kitchen area was closed down for renovations, this freezer cooler area was only being used for storage. So because of that, like the, the temperatures were even lower and got down to like negative eight. So um, in the freezer, so it could have been that, but I never really understood the two hours after the doors were left open. So I don't know if that was, they like found the doors. There were some other things that were reported that a, a hotel employee shut the doors and like latched it and stuff. So I don't, I couldn't really find any real definitive information on that. So I don't know if two hours after she walked in there, she left the doors open. Somebody walked by and like, oh, why is that door open and closed it and latched it? Um, So I never like really knew, but that, you know, it was reported that it was 34 degrees when the doors had been open for two hours. Uh, Yeah, Um, but you would would have thought that whoever shut the door. They and Well, the thing is, though, too, you got to think like if she went missing, or she walked in there and it was like around like 3 45, like in between, you know, before four o'clock, she walked into that freezer. And so you would think that if so, if somebody came by, like, so it's like before four o'clock, somebody would come by around like six and like, oh, there's a door open. Hey, is anybody in here? And then nobody responds. You're just like, oh, okay, shut the door. And you yeah. know, latch it. The door also did have like handles in the inside. So if that like the door shut by accident, that you were able to get yourself out. So she just was not like not capable of opening it from the inside, or she passed out in there. You know, um, that's not there. Like nothing was really reported, and like nobody knows what exactly caused her to die in the freezer. Um, what happened on that? So the police invest, you know, like they did their investigation. No foul play was ever suspected by the police. Um, And then they, you know, she had an autopsy done and it was discovered she died of hypothermia, which is, you know, kind of a given, I guess, on that. Um, But there were um, questions on was she assaulted at the party? You know, like, was she, you know, assaulted by somebody in, you know, an employee or, you know, somebody that was off camera, but there was no signs of sexual assault. There was no like signs of assaulted of any kind. The only injury she had was like a cut on her right foot, which was the foot that was missing a shoe. And then, um, there were obviously, um, injuries from, the where her skin was touching the like the freezer and stuff you know just the the freezer burns and um um frostbite kind of kind of injuries from that from not having a lot of clothes on to begin with um as well too um but they did a toxicology report and the toxicology report indicated that her blood alcohol level was a 0.112 which is way above the legal limit, which of zero, um, 0.08. Um, but they also showed that she was under the influence of a prescription drug that was that's used for epilepsy or migraines. It listed the drug. I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm not going to try. Um, but her mom confirmed that she 
was not prescribed that medication. She doesn't know how she got got a hold of it. She doesn't have epilepsy or migraine issues, um, that kind of stuff. But I did see in one of the stories that I read that that drug, I guess, is also it can be used for weight loss or um, oh, I forgot. There was one other thing and I can't remember now, but that's not like, oh, maybe she got it from a friend, you know, like, hey, this will help you lose weight or this will help you like not be stressed or whatever, you know. And um, so she was on that. But the toxicologist indicated that because her alcohol level was so high and with the use of the drug, both of those combined caused her to go into hypothermia faster than she normally would or like a sober person would have um, because it thins out her blood, you know, all all that biological stuff. So her death, um, once all that was done, was ruled as an accident. Um, And the, the case was closed by the cops in October of 2017 Um, but her mom and her friends and a lot of conspiracy theorists don't, they, they think there was foul play involved. They don't think that it was an accident. Um, and so there's a lot of theories out there on like what actually happened. Um, and a lot of it too goes to like, you, you don't see her walk into the freezer and you can't see that like back corner area of the kitchen, um, in any of the videos. So there, they are saying that, you know, something happened off camera, um, one of the the theories that's going around or that has gone around is that her friend, her three friends were the ones that like did it or, you know, like they kind of planned it, I guess. Um, there's, it's a theory that she was assaulted at the party um, and, and or killed at the party and her friends didn't know what to do. So they took her and placed her in the freezer um, but that one's been pretty good, like pretty well debunked because, right. you know, clearly shows her walking down the hallway by herself and walking right. towards the freezer area. Um, and then there's also video footage of like a hotel staff member right before it was like around 1230 a.m., maybe a little bit before walking back to that area, going to the cooler and then kind of comment immediately back out and call police and then the police you know, like immediately comment. And, and then it's like. It was like four hours later, though, that they removed her body from the freezer, which I thought was kind of weird. Like, when you think to, like, get Pull it out. out. I don't know. But, no, whatever. but so that, I don't find that theory to be useful at all. I think that it's just kind of stupid. Um, but I think it goes along the lines with the mom's comments of she's never really believed the, the friends' story on what really happened. You know, and why, like, to me, why would you leave your your friend that was clearly intoxicated? Why would you leave that one intoxicated person by themselves and all three go back to the to the party or to the room where the party is to get that stuff? Why wouldn't two two people stay with the intoxicated one um, and, like, do two and two kind of thing? Or why wouldn't you all go back? You know, so it's like, I just don't right. understand kind of what happened there. That's what doesn't well, make and sense. you know it couldn't way. have been foul play because like you said she was by herself and what went into the cooler. Yeah, but I don't think it's really foul play because they can't control what was going on in that situation. But I think right. it's just one of those things that like oh the friends know more than what they're saying. Yeah, you know, or they're not telling the truth. But if she's 19 and they're all, I think they're worried and they're all drinking, they're all underage. So, and maybe possibly drugs, they're just trying to 
get as in less trouble as what right, was possible. Right. At least my sure. they made up a story because yeah, now they have to admit that they left her like that. Yeah, right. 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 So. What time of day did they leave her? So they, no, they never really left the hotel. They went back to somehow her, her car keys or her mom's car keys and her cell phone were left in the room, which is why like they couldn't have called her to find out where, hey, where you are, because they went back to the room to get her phone. Um, well, so okay. they left her by, it was around, they left the party about three o'clock and it was, um, and the, the videos show her like stumbling around the hotel at like 3.20. So sometime between 3 and 3.20, the other three girls went back to the party to get those belongings and then came right back to her. So I don't know why it would have, I was going to say, I don't know why it would have taken so long, but they may have not known where she left them. So then it's, you know, a search to find all that stuff too. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But then there's another theory, too, that the hotel was covering um, up the murder, that she was murdered by a, a hotel employee, and they were covering it up. Um, it, there's, the theory is that somebody, an employee, lure, lured her into that freezer um, and then locked her in. And so, but that one, again, has kind of been debunked because she walked into the kitchen area by herself. The video clearly right. shows her by herself. Um, and there was nobody else in, you know, in that area. But no I can I can kind of see that where like if you're an employee with that hotel, you may know where all the cameras are and where all the blind spots are too. So I can kind of see that one because that's where you know they'd say, oh, she was killed off camera and then put into the freezer. Well that one can that one makes sense to me because yeah you can like say oh come this way the front front of the hotel is this way come this way and then she walks in and she's so out of it that she doesn't really understand but you're off camera kind of leading like hurting her basically and you stay out of view because you know where the cameras are i know i worked at places that had video cameras and we knew where the blind spots were so we could you know slack off and do everything we didn't want to do so i think that's some of it too is just you know like i can see that one happening but the, it goes along with that they locked her in in the freezer as well and she had no way of getting out but there you know again there was proof that there was a handle on the inside but I, you i could see that too if you're so inebriated that you can't walk straight you may not know how to get out so you well know, and I, it's dark i'm sure the lights weren't on yeah. in the freezer so and i've <laughs> been in a freezer like that before you it, there's no light I to have, see anything yeah, yeah i right. have been locked into a freezer like that before yeah. um i've been in a freezer an and that was my biggest fear is was being locked in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this was um, outside it, freezer it was a walk-in freezer and it was outside and so i was doing inventory and so I knew when the door slammed, it had a light on it inside yeah. though. So the door, the wind blew the door shut and I didn't think nothing of it. So I just kept doing my inventory. But then when I went to leave, that handle that you pushed was gone. It was missing. Oh no. So I was in there a long time. Finally, Ooh. somebody came and got me out because they come looking for me. But literally my contacts were freezing. In my oh eyes. my gosh. Oh gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. 
Yeah, see, so, and I can, so I can see that though too, where she got locked in and just didn't know. But um, there, and then I I saw somewhere too where there was like mention of an employee went and like brought out a black trash bag and stuff too. But that's, I mean, that's clearly debunked because there is video of the police going back there and then the coroner's coming and rolling her out on a cart. So like yeah, the body I was still. And unfortunately, yeah, her picture like there's pictures of her in there like yeah. once they found her. Yeah. So that doesn't really yeah. make sense. And yeah, I don't, so, I don't understand what the motive of an employee would be. Right, they have videos of her That's stumbling around. A lot she of wasn't the theories, assaulted, so right, you exactly. Know what I mean. Yeah, and that's where a lot of the theories were. You know, like this that the employee saw her at the party, and you know, basically raped her and killed her, kind of thing, and then put her in the freezer. You know, that kind of situation. But again, the autopsy confirmed she was not assaulted in any yeah. kind of way. So. I well, think you, a lot of the theories are debunked a little bit, but yeah, and you would have think with like something like that, like her clothes would have been messed up, but she was right. still wearing like all of her clothes. Like, yeah, they weren't a lot of clothes to be in a freezer, yeah. but they weren't. Well, that like, it's not one, like her clothes were missing. That was one thing too that the mom um, brought up was that when she left the house, she had a shirt on. When she was found in the freezer, she only had her white bra on, but her jean jacket was on over top of the bra. And so scientists, I don't know, whatever kind of scientists have said, you know, like when you're in going into hypothermia, you kind of start like going crazy and you start taking off your clothes rather than putting them on. But if you watch the video of her and her friends coming into the side entrance of the hotel, she's clearly only, it's not like a bra, it's like a A bralette, like like a bralette crop top. She's clearly wearing that. Guess what, mom? She probably left in less scandalous yeah. clothes than what she decided <laughs> right, to do. Right, I was right. thinking that too, so, unfortunately. You know, like every teenage kid goes through that kind of thing where yeah. what mom and dad saw, what you leave the house in, is not what you actually wore. So, right. I would say this really sounds like she just walked, stumbled into yeah. a freezer yeah. cell. A shame on her friends for letting her. That's what, around. yeah. And I think that's, but, yeah. Right but there well, is. And the hotel, and the hotel, because they, they had asked the hotel multiple times, like, hey, can you help us find our friend? They should have taken the time to been like, we yeah. need to look at all the cameras and see where this girl went. Especially if she went through the lobby, they saw right. a drunk going through the lobby. Yeah. They should have been like, oh, we saw her go through the lobby. We'll check the when cameras. Did, when did they first start looking for her? When they came back. So it was around the time that she was seen on those, those videos and stuff. Oh. And that's one of the other theories is that the hotel is trying to cover up. It, and there's some tampering with the video footage, the security footage, um, because they're saying that there was somebody following her through there. And she was trying to find a way to get a, like trying to run away from this person and ended up in this, you know, like in the freezer or whatever. And kind of goes back to oh, the, the, that, yeah, makes sense. that makes sense. And then, following her, she said, I'm going to hide in this freezer until they go by or, you know. Kind yeah, of thing. right. And then but then, you know, that theory is that. The hotel, it was like a hotel employee, and that's why the hotel didn't want to show the mom the video footage in the beginning is because once they realized what was going on, then they started to um, edit that person that was following her out of those videos so that when they showed them to the police, that that person wasn't there. So that's a theory that, you know, could be debunked. But I also think editing a person out of a video, like frame by frame, takes a little bit of time and i would think that it takes a little bit more time than like 24 hours so yeah. i don't know i'm not 100 sure on that one 
But I think that could be something too, where, or one of the side effects of that prescription drug that she was on was like hallucination. So maybe she thought she was like, she hallucinated, she was being followed or whatever, or trying to get away. But I, I've seen the video too. And it looks like she was like, oh, my friends left me, you know, like I'm assuming in my head, like she's at the elevator. She thinks, oh, my friends left me, goes in the elevator, pushes down and hits the, you know, number one or whatever, which the lobby's on number level number two, not number one. And then she gets out and it's like, oh, wait, this doesn't look familiar. Where am I? And then she's trying to figure out how to get back. Right, right. So I think that is that she was climbing upstairs so she went back up another flight yeah, of steps. So, and that's what you know but in you know like a stairway in a hotel could be just up to like a little little, little level it's not up to like the main level kind of you know I don't right know. there's but you know no, there's some there's some staircases like in hotels that are just for like employees so they only go to yeah. certain like levels right. right and that's what so i i mean to me i think this was a, just a tragic accident but I also think it's uh, the moral of the story is don't leave your drunk friends alone. Right. Like, and many like, times they do. Yeah. I mean, I think especially with females, young females, when they get left alone or they leave by themselves, that's when tragedy strikes because right. they get kidnapped or raped or, you know, whatever. Right. And um, that I think that's, you know, kind of what comes down to it. But nobody's been able to confirm on, you know, like the side effects of that prescription drug with alcohol. Well, that's another lesson to learn. If you're taking yeah, prescription drugs, don't drink. You, well, when you start don't drinking, take, what the side effects <laughs> yeah. Well, don't take prescription drugs that you are not prescribed to. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. this is a you know, big case of, you know, this, these yeah. things have side effects and you can't just use them for, you know, fun. Yeah. They're not for fun. Yeah. But this, uh, there's a lot of theories out there and those were like the main three, but a lot of it kind of revolves around the friends leaving her. Um, and a lot of it, a lot of those theories too, are because the friends' stories have been inconsistent. Again, I think a lot of it was they didn't want to get in trouble they were worried about their friend and they were inebriated on dr alcohol and or drugs, you know, whatever. Um, but there are ones that know what happened and they're going to have to live with that for the rest of yeah, their life. But there were text messages found from friends that said, you know, like, hey, we lost Kian, uh, um, Kanika, you know, and another one responded like, you need to find her. So I think that something, too, is that maybe they didn't all leave the party together maybe she oh. left the party by herself they realized that she was gone found her keys and her phone at the party and then they made up the story of hey we were getting ready to leave we realized we left the keys and went back you know that make to me makes more sense too that you know like she left the party by herself but because she was so drunk didn't really realize what was going on kind of thing and you know what well, basically walked out on her own free will right drunk or not but um and then they realized it too late so i but, was also thinking that maybe there was like a tiff between the friend groups like they were probably really upset with how intoxicated she was right. I, like i've been yeah. in those friend groups where like you get so mad yeah. at someone for being so intoxicated that you have to like basically take care of them yeah and you're exactly. just trying to have fun Right. And so it's like, you know, annoying. And so maybe they were like, and you know what? Something, Fine, yeah. we're going to go get your keys. Just sit here. Just like, just sit here. We're going to come back and get you. Yeah. 
And that's a, or they got into a fight where, you know, you're so drunk, you're ruining the night for the rest of us. She says, fine, I'll leave. And so that's something too, where like, as a, you know, as a friend of that, that's something that happened to me. I wouldn't want to admit that to the friend's mom that, you know, like Mm -hmm. I was kind of purposely left them. Right. right, Exactly. So, I mean, it's, I think it's something those friends will have to live with. They kind of know that I think they're the only ones that will ever know the truth, but of what kind of led up to the events, not what happened. <laughs> right, um, right. I'm sure they didn't expect anything like no, this to happen. No. But they started searching for her right away. Too, right, right. I don't know, think they had anything to do with or her they death. Said it, you know, it was just an was accident. Like, right. There was like an hour between when they said that they left and when they called the mom. So maybe they didn't search for her, but, you know, they couldn't find Or maybe they only searched for her for a few minutes and couldn't find her. But, yeah, I mean. The, the thing, the, so Kanika's family ended up filing a lawsuit against the hotel uh, for $50 million um, with three counts of negligence. Um, they claimed the negligence for not properly securing that freezer area when they knew that the kitchen was not in use. They said that it should have, that area should have been kind of blocked off so that the guests couldn't go in that area, especially knowing that that freezer was still in use, just not the kitchen area. Um, And then they also claim negligence for not stopping the party when they knew that party was going on. And that one, I think, yeah, but it's a hotel room that was only suited for four guests and there were at least 30 people in the room. They had already had Com- um, noise complaints for that room, the party in that room. There were illegal drugs being used and alcohol. And, and how could they get 30 people in one little room? Those um, hotel rooms oh, are not bad. Whoa. Who, who, who's talking? I, I yeah. know we've had parties in hotel rooms before. <laughs> we've had more than 30 people. And you I know, can when remember, you're, I can remember a, getting a hotel room for one of my daughter's boyfriend to stay in not mine him him no not the entire high school just him <laughs> it wasn't me yeah it me. yes it was you you're leading competition yeah well not we my responsibility where was i because i don't remember this yes oh yes you do no. it was one room for one boy to stay in not for the whole entire high school. They, they got in a lot of trouble and they ended up back at our head. Oh, yeah. I, well, I think the parents got in more trouble than the kids Jordan. did. Cause I remember the parents doing some, some things that trip as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't care about the parents, but we <laughs> oh, wow. four boys to a freezing cold cabin said there have party down here. <laughs> remember that Jess? No, I don't. They're looking I don't. Around face. Nope. I don't remember that. I blocked out that part of my life. Oh. Um, <laughs> but so, we can all attest that 30 people will fit into a hotel room. Yeah, 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 30 people could fit in there. But there were there there's the negligence is more on they didn't stop a party when they knew there was underage drinking and illegal drugs being used in that hotel room. And yeah, I think there, somebody there was, that somebody's you know, missing. I think yeah. the hotel is completely at fault. Like I think and that's, that yeah. this and is, agree, was preventable. I yeah, think it was I preventable. I don't think they had, I don't think they're hiding something, but this was a completely was preventable correct. death. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And then, so the last count of negligence was for not allowing 
the mom to view the video footage when she asked for it, when she first got there, um, because they, the family really feels that if the mom was able to have viewed that footage, they would have found her um, quickly and probably would have found her, you know, because mom, the mom got there about like four or five o'clock in the morning. So, and she entered into that freezer like right before four o'clock. So they, they believe that they would have been able to find her within a few hours of her going into that freezer and she possibly could have survived. Well, if it came out the way that friends were saying, then the hotel definitely is liable because they yeah. weren't doing anything to try to find her. Right. I, right. That's what I think. It's like, I don't think that they specifically had to show the mom the videos per se. Right. Because like, it, it, the, she's 19. Like this parent does not have legal right to these that's, videos. And that's what I agree with but you, they yeah. should have checked the videos. They should have right. done their due diligence. And that's 100% their fault then. And the thing, and that's where I think like, yes, they don't have the right to do that. But when you have, so if it's all true. Multiple people. Have, and hey, we can't find our friend. We left this party together. We don't know where she's at. And then now you have mom coming saying, hey, we can't find my daughter. I'm assuming that they would have described her, what she was wearing kind of thing, that the hotel staff would have said, hey, maybe we should go and look through our videos and see what we can find. And, I, you know, kind of go I bet there. you the videos, even though they're taking videos, it's not like the people that were working could just go get them. You know, no, I'm sure it's not. But there's probably a surveillance room. Um, I don't know. Like a lot of hotels have surveillance room. Yeah, yeah security they, they have surveillance access to them. Yeah, right. I that think that especially in 2017, like it's not like they're going to be on VHS. like they're going to be on a digital recording. Oh, um, uh, I don't hey, know about that. So, hey, I have. Oh shoot! I I tell you, I tell you a story. Or a scenario, lots of times because you think that right. Oh, it's you know twenty twenty three. I have better video in this well, house than a lot of stores will have because a lot yeah. of times businesses don't want that. I agree with you, Dad. I agree with you, but the fact is they do have videos. So so we know they have videos because the videos are what we have as proof that she went yeah. to this kitchen. I, so they have the videos. Like that's not the problem. And if they have the videos, they had them available at that time. And right. they, um, the police were called. Okay. So the police should have allow me to share my screen. A lot sooner. Yeah. Allow me to share my screen. Because I have this was a news report. Can you see it? I, I'm not yeah. there. Yep. So I this is a news report from CBS Chicago. It's only like two two minutes and fifteen seconds long. I'll kind of jump forward a little bit. Um, let's see. I think around here. Um, but this is it shows video the video footage that kind of captured her. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if is it playing for you guys? No. No. Okay. I see it down on the bottom, but. It's not playing. Come on. I had it playing before. Maybe it's not going to work. There we go. Maybe it's just going to be slow. But I, I, I ask this every single time I share my screen. Can you guys see my cursor when I have yeah. my screen? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is her right there. 
Oh, okay. um, and well, what's the this over there? What's that big white thing laying on the floor? Yes. It's like yeah. an apron. That's probably an apron. It's, like, it's like an apron basket, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it. it's kind of slow motion, but you can see how she's like stumbling. Yeah, and it looks like she's got, it looks like she's got a video of, that's her right there. This is that's the video her, of like coming her. in. That it looks like a security friend. person that just walked through there. That was one of her friends. But you see okay. that she's wearing like a bralette. And yeah. I mean, she's darker skin. So like her stomach, at least that's what right. it looks like to me. It's not a great video, but she's stumbling through the hallways. Yeah. Girl out there this like one right here. It's like she completely runs into that railing. I think that's where the stairway that she goes up. Yeah, I... It, I don't think that the hotel is hiding anything. Like these videos are clearly no. just her, but this is like this is clearly negligence. Like they could have yeah. viewed this. They could have viewed this and found her way quicker. Well, right. I really exactly. think her friends have some responsibility. Well, no, her friends yeah. do, but not like it's not like a. I don't think they did this maliciously. Not able to take care of herself. No, like I don't that. think they did it maliciously. And like I don't you said, how did she get back into that kitchen area? Well, that's know. another thing is that that's what the lawsuit is. Another thing on that lawsuit is that they should have closed it off. They should have not made it, it as available to customers just walking through. I think that for sure they should have closed off that kitchen. Well, that's a, so. Or I, locked, I, like locked those freezers. You can lock those from the outside. They should have locked it from the outside. I think they ended up locking them after the fact, you know, but um, I it was trying and to maybe she thought that it was a door going outside. Oh, I and think 100% yeah, she thought it was a door. Definitely is stumbling around trying to find her where okay. to go. Yeah, right. that was that was the video, though. Sorry. Well, that's just yeah. sad. That's just yeah, sad. Very sad. I think it's a tragedy, but and, an accidental and, for sure. Um, that's not very good, like, like footage from that. So if anybody's interested in seeing the video, the Chicago Tribune has, like, a um, kind of like a, I don't, I don't want to call it a minute by minute, but it is, it's like a timeline rather um, mm -hmm. of timeline of events. And then it shows those videos in, um, in the correct series, the time series. So mm -hmm. it is a pretty good thing, but there's a lot of like words and it's a lot of audio as well. So I didn't, and that one's a lot longer. So I, that one was a quick news snippet that I thought would be good. So wow. to kind of show the videos but that's a sad story it is but it's i think it was, story. it was just a tragic accident of she w was out of her mind inebriated and didn't know what she was doing and walked in there by accident um i don't know i was trying to find the results of the the lawsuit so i don't know um and then I forgot about it. And I think I would be checking into her friends. So, um, did they give her that medicine? How did she come upon that medicine? Well, that's well, a, I'm sure that's she she that has that has access to that medicine. Well, but you know, if she's 19 years old, you know, and it's in Chicago, she probably could have just bought it off the streets. You don't. Well, know. and she could have got it from anybody at that party. Her friends right. were like exactly. with everybody yeah. at that party. Yeah. Didn't you say she worked in a health facility? Oh yeah, she was just because she's nineteen, so she had just like gotten a job as like so, a you know. It, so it yeah, been easy, been she could have yeah be taken that for yeah. weight loss because there is that drug yeah. that's real popular right now. It's for right diabetes. now, yeah. But so she could have probably gotten that, and then she, if she wasn't a drinker, then she wouldn't have realized the mm -hmm. consequences of 
So she's taking that. When she's 19, you know, she's 19, even if she, like, thought, like, oh, I shouldn't do this. Like, you know, in your 19 brain, you don't think, right. oh, I I can't do it. Like, right. she probably was like, yeah, it'll be fine. Nothing's I'll be fine. happen to me. Right. 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 Yeah, it's not going to happen to me. 19 years old. Right. Going yeah. to a party that she shouldn't right. have been at. So, well, I think we've all been there before. I mean, but yeah, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like I you're 19, you think you're invincible. Yeah. We've all been in those situations. I've I've been in a drunk situation when I was not 21 and found myself talking to a cop and having a friendly conversation and then walked away saying, I don't know what just happened, but uh it happens. Well, you also met someone from the real world, so obviously your drunk shenanigans have been. Yes, I did. But I wasn't drunk when I did that. <laughs> Oh, you're at a bar, so you're drinking. <laughs> um, no, that was at my apartment complex. Oh, really? The at the bar? Yeah, I thought it was I, at the wayside for some reason. Um, I think he ended up going there afterwards, <laughs> but we had a pool party at my apartment complex, like the complex put it on, and he was like a guest to the party. I don't know why he was there, <laughs> but he was there. I have a picture with him. For some reason, I thought it was like he was just like he was randomly at well, not randomly, but like I, you know, the wayside does. You and know, he was guest from DJ. he was from road road rules, not the real world. I can't say those; those are tongue twisters. Road, road rules. rules. It was Derek from road rules. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he was nice. I don't That's know. good. I met a lot of people at college. Well. No. Take care of your friends when they're drunk. Yeah. Yes. Please yes. don't think, you know, nothing will happen to your friends if you leave them for five minutes because or even it when could. Drunk, it could. Try to have that conscious mind thought of I should not go off by myself. Right. And don't leave your friends to go off by themselves. Let Never them let your friends be by themselves. Or don't leave with anybody you don't know. Like, that's, I hate yeah. that when they, like, leave with people they don't know. It's like, oh, my God, the worst but thing in the world could have happened to you. But look yeah, and that. I don't care how much you put it's up a fight. Hollywood. It's Do Hollywood. not let them go. You know, look Do at every kind know. of movie that, like, oh, we're off with partying with our friends and we meet this nice person, this nice guy, and I'm just going to go home with them and it's going to be great. And then they fall in love and get married and have kids. No, that doesn't um, happen. I Nobody guess. who you want to get married to will take you home drunk. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Right. So they have worse and they have bad intentions. So never go home with. A stranger. Never leave without your friends. Never right. leave without your friends. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, but I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened with her. I don't know what happened with her mom's lawsuit. I don't know, or like the family's loss. I'm assuming really what it was. It was a death lawsuit claim against the hotel. So their insurance probably paid out a settlement. Right. You know, of some right. sort. You know, I don't think it probably went. I think if it would have went through a hearing or a trial, we would have heard more about yeah. it. Um, so I'm assuming that there was some kind of settlement. Those are, that's usually how death claims are handled in those situations. So well, especially like negligence ones, they just yeah. gotta basically settle. Yeah. So I'm sure it didn't settle for 50 million. I'm sure it settled for you know like one million, but you know, you never know. So well, and that that again, that's in 
Jesse, you're in the insurance business. Yeah. Um, that's why a lot of businesses don't want good video equipment because right. because they don't right. want the proof of it. Yeah. Because right. now it proves. <laughs> and it just it makes the lawsuit mm -hmm. more. Yeah. So but it's negligence on the employees. It was the employees not taking uh in not taking more seriousness. Before people are saying we're we've lost somebody, we're missing somebody. Right. You take a little but bit you also have to think too that most like with the police, they don't they the person has to be missing for like 24 hours before they really right. do a missing right. person. It wasn't a kid. And right. we've all been in hotels in the middle of the night. There's usually some kid at the front counter. Right. And right. nobody else around, you know. So there was nobody around. Right. I'm sure these the employees were young kids who were the just employees yeah. were probably up at the party having fun. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just so, saying but that's it's not it, like you know. the best time to be in an emergency in the right. hotel. But I think, you know, I think things happen, you know, and uh I really think the friends have the most to blame. Yeah, I do no. too. I, mean, I no, think I don't think so. I think the hotel. I think the hotel has the most to blame because, you know, well, like the, the, like I think everything that they point out in the lawsuit is very clearly negligence. Like I think this could have had a different outcome if the hotel had taken it as a more serious problem. Then yeah, yeah. You well, know, these friends, that. like these friends, did what they were supposed to. You know, obviously, like you're not supposed to leave your friend, but like. When they figured out she was missing, they did the right thing. They went, they searched, they texted that yeah. they couldn't find her. They called her mom. Like, I think they did everything in the situation correctly. Yeah, I think the hotel did it. The mom? What time did she call the mom? At four. So, like, only an hour after they started searching. Yeah. So, that's what I'm thinking is that, like, they probably, I mean, really, it sounds like an hour seems like a lot. But I agree. Like, if, you know, and it said they left the party around three. So, it could have been 3.15. You know, it could have been, you know, like, you, like, you don't know. Okay, let me, let me go through this again. So, they all left at three? So there's that's no what footage they, of that's them. That's claimed, is that they all left around three, and then at some point, either at, around the elevator or in the lobby, they realized that Kanika left her personal belongings at the party, her keys. I'm, you know, like, it could have been something like, hey, hey, you're not able to drive. I'm going to drive where are your keys. I don't have them. Oh, so they Where's weren't staying phone? at the hotel. They were, they were not staying. No, they were the planning party. to leave. So they were getting ready to leave the hotel completely. And so I'm assuming because she was so drunk, one of the friends said, okay, where are your keys? You are not capable of driving. And then that's when they realized, oh, she doesn't have her keys. Where's your phone? I don't have my phone. Where's your, you know, whatever, you know, whatever else she had with her. And so then, but that's where, like, for me, like, why would you leave one person by themselves? Right. The, and all four of them should have went up to the room. Yeah. Or I or think with just said two and two, like, basically two people go up and one person stay with her. Right. Yeah. So it's, but it's they were two probably all, you have to, like, think about it. Like, they were probably all and th and that's intoxicated, what, you know, they probably Kanika, weren't thinking straight. Right. Kanika's mom had, like I said in, before, she had mentioned that she didn't fully believe their story. Again, not that it was a malicious that they were lying, but she didn't quite believe it. But she could tell that they were all under the influence, which is kind of scary to think about because they drove from the hotel back to Kanika's mom's house, and then I don't, I don't know. Oh, I thought they called her back or what? I thought they called her. 
Like I thought they, they were like, still at the they, hotel. They did. They called her at the hotel, but because Kanika had her car, she had borrowed mm-hmm. her mom's car. So she didn't have a way to get to the, and it was four o'clock in the morning. So I'm sure she could have gotten an Uber or something, but that's not really safe at that hour either. So, you know, but um, yeah, so they went back and I don't know how far away the house is from the hotel, you know, but yeah, so, but, you know, with, and I don't know Chicago laws, you know, but laws take a lot of factors into how claims run in the insurance world and, you know, especially the negligence claims. And and that sense, and that's where, like, to me being the insurance person, that should have been blocked off. But as a normal person, a you know functioning person, a normal you know intelligent person would know not to go into that kitchen area, not to go into a freezer. That could be something that could be argued. And then also because there was a handle on the inside, that's another argument that that's not really a negligence thing that it, well, she should have known. But that's, you know, that's the thing with these negligence cases is that we don't think about making or fixing certain things until something bad like this happens. Like, you know, the like hot coffee thing at McDonald's, like the reason that it says caution it's hot is because. They got a negligence lawsuit from cooking their coffee too hot and somebody spilt it on themselves. You know, it's those things where like, this is where these things come from. But yeah, that's the story of Kanika Jenkins and her mysterious death. It's not quite so mysterious, but. Well, I agree that it's, you know, the fact that we don't know why she was in there for so long. I think. Yeah, it's. You know, she shouldn't have been in there for so long. I do like that's what I mean. It no really matter should, what, she was in there for like almost 24 hours, right? Before somebody noticed it, and that's something too. Like, wouldn't you like people are searching the hotel? Wouldn't you have thought to search this freezer in the kitchen area that's not well, really being used? The sad thing is, is no, nobody would have thought about using yeah, that because probably just yeah, but, they probably just didn't think. But if they would have looked at the footage right away, they would have seen that she was down there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I yeah, it's the it's it's all about that the footage. They had clear footage of where she went. I yeah, they should have found her. And really, by when they started looking at the footage at ten o'clock at night, when they started relooking at it, twelve it was like twelve thirty a.m. They found her. So. It was like two hours after they really started looking at the the two and a half hours after they started looking at the footage for real. So they if they would have done that early in the afternoon, who knows? She may have died already. You know, we that's something too. They don't they can't determine when she actually died. Once she died, yeah, yeah. But But if they would have looked at four o'clock in the morning when the mom was saying we need to look find footage, I agree. I think that. Yeah, if they had taken it seriously. Well, we don't know that either. Like, like they said that, you know, uh, alcohol and drugs will basically speed up hypothermia. You're not supposed to drink when you're in freezing situations because it basically lowers your blood. It thins out your blood and you die faster. Um, So, you know, it's not that she could have been alive, but she could have been found sooner. You know, this, you know, right, right, right. 
Right. Exactly. Yep. Save so. the mother 24 hours of trauma. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's my story. Oh, good job. It's sad. It's a sad yeah. story. Yep. It's not a murder. It's kind of a mystery. Nope. Just a mystery. It's like the worst case scenario for each of yes. the situations. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 So there you have it. That's it for this week. Drink smart. Yeah. Be safe. Drink responsibly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. These chairs are squeaky tonight. I can't sit still. Okay, guys. I think we should call it a night. How's weather in Portland? I'm pretty, it's nighttime, so nothing. Well, how was it today? Uh, cold and clear, nothing too much. It's cold it here. Drizzly and miserable here. Yes, it was miserable. Yesterday it dried up. Sun tried to peek out a couple of times. At but least it dried it's up. a little warm. It's yeah, it is warm, warm, but today was 40. So I'll take that for mid January. Uh, looks yeah, nice. looks nice. This whole week, now. it's not exactly a good thing when it's mid 40s in January in Michigan. Well, it's rainy. I went yeah. for a walk at lunch, so that was nice. In the mist, <laughs> I it wasn't was missing, but it looks. Um, kind of sunshiny at your house. Yeah, now. super sunshiny at my house. It's all the lights. Yeah. All right, guys. I guess we'll see you next week. Please right. um, help us out by pushing that like button and subscribe to our station and tell your friends where to find us. And let okay. us know what topics you want us to cover. Yes. Yeah. I'm always interested in anything that you need to look up. Yeah, I see more and more of you are watching, so please comment. Right. right. Okay, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Alexa played the family school of thought. <laughs> <laughs>